0: podcast, now these rubber boots Podcast, we want to thank you for listening, we're sure you're never going to last, oh no, we're going to talk nothing, very little sports with your host Jimmy, Jamie, your James, and now you know for sure that it's going to be a blast, it's going to be a blast, oh yes, this is the podcast.
1: Super Bowl edition of the podcast, live from Atlanta. I have been Ooh, wor- working my ass off down here all week doing hits for SportsCenter non-stop around the clock, and I decided... I love these guys so much, I couldn't live without them. So I flew them all down. So happy to be here. I sent my private jet that George Cope lent for me. I, I sent it back, and I picked up Puffy and Stoff and Lester and, and Stoff's entire studio.
2: And I flew it down
1: to Atlanta. Where, uh, so we're live right now from Buckhead. Buckhead. We're live from the
0: Buckhead Bar Strip. Listen, I just, I just want to say I'm so happy to be in here in Atlanta, home of the Jerry Curl. <laughs> Is that the origin of the Jerry Curl? Home of the, the Jerry Curl, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I've
1: always told you about my Jamaican buddies in high school, Dave, Sean, Kennedy. They yeah. tried to get me to do the Jerry Curls. Oh, my, my God. I would
3: pay, like, lots of money A to see dollars. you with the Jerry Curl. Yeah,
1: I may do that. Maybe we'll do that. At our We're in the villa. Uh, at the villa, I'll bring down some Jerry Curl. What do you do? How do you do? It's like a Jerry it's, Curl it's product, like right? It's a, product, it's a sticky you gotta, product.
0: It's, you got to get activator. You don't yeah. need the activator.
1: Well, I'm, my, my hair is too fine probably too, right? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe I switch well, actually, hair. I switch puffy, actually. Yeah, mine, I, I could can switch hair pieces. I get rid of this hair piece <laughs> and get a curlier hair piece. I think I just saw some plugs. <laughs> Um, so uh, Super Bowl edition of the pod. Uh, I, I wanted to do this right off the top because he's a busy kid. He's yes, in, uh, we want, want to use our correspondence. We had Laura Copa oh. input last yep. week. Our student correspondent, our college, college correspondent, correspondent, I think we call them, yeah. is uh, Thomas Sakansky from out in Alberta.
3: If I remember and, my uh, school days, not a lot of work gets done in January. No, oh. <laughs> Basically, buddy, From Your break. school days, not a lot of work got done
1: between winter September
3: break. and May. <laughs> That's true. That is
1: true. You didn't do so well at the end. I just
4: hopped on. I just hopped on, and I just want to say I am very confused right now. (laughs) The hair pieces, the Jerry Curls.
1: Well, no, I'm talking about uh, a lot of people have been asking me to get Jerry Curls, uh, and that's what uh, Lester brought it up again. So I'm probably going to have them on on the Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Probably not
4: friends of yours, I assume. You're going to have Jesse Palmer. uh,
3: You're
1: going to have Jabari Greer. Yeah. And uh, you're going to have me and Jerry Curls. (laughs)
3: Yeah. They're going to love you. Ratings will spike. (laughs) <laughs> going to be
0: amazing.
1: Hey, Thomas, we wanted to have you on after we haven't heard from you since we hired you as our college correspondent. How are things out at uh, the University of uh, Technical Institute of North Calgary? Is that where he goes to? What is it called? Alberta. Oh, that is
4: University of Alberta. <laughs> oh yeah. University of Alberta. University. Of, yeah, University of Calgary. <laughs> oh, oh, Calgary.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not so good with the memory here on the pod you may have noticed by now. How are things? Things are okay?
4: Uh, things are great. Uh, Puffy is pretty accurate. Not a whole lot of work getting yeah. done here in January, but, you know, that's okay.
1: Uh, you had a uh, you had a wacky New Year's Eve or something you wanted to share with us? Go ahead.
4: Uh, yes, I did. So this involves a friend of mine who uh, I changed his name for the story to keep identities uh, secret. I guess. All right. Uh, so. At around three thirty a.m., I guess this is technically New Year's Day now. So we just partied it up on New Year's Eve.
1: Give me a, give you know, my, pay, paint the scenario for us. We have to live vicariously, okay? So, okay. is it a house party? Are Bouch you at a bar? bar? Are the ladies around? Uh, what kind of scene is it?
4: It's kind of we. It was just a chill kind of hangout. There was probably about ten to twenty of us there that night. Boring. Cut them off, right. stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's, there's
4: no <laughs> none of that. All right, go on. Uh, But it's definitely dying down now. It's about 3.30 in the morning. Um, Me and my friend, let's just call him Jimmy for lack of a better term. eh? (laughs) Good name. Are winding things down at my friend Mike's house. He's about a block, who lives about a block away from mine. Okay. We're making the short walk home, me and my friend Jimmy. He says, man, I really wish I could hook up with this girl, but she lives all the way downtown. (laughs) I tell him. He can just download Uber. It's so late, it's probably not too expensive now. Yeah. In fact, I grabbed the phone out of his hands and put the address in his phone before he had a chance to say no. All right. As I'm doing this, I see the text messages his lady friend is sending. And let's just say this was definitely a sure thing.
0: Okay. All right.
4: While we are waiting for the Uber to arrive, my friend Jimmy asked me if he can borrow, you know, he's you know, taken all the precautions. He wants to, get to have some protection. So I right. say, no problem. Here you go.
3: Yeah, my gun, right? Uh, That's he's talk, dangerous. He's talk, yeah, a Colt forty-five <laughs> and a knife and a big this knife. Jimmy sounds like some sailor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, okay. So he's got some. He's got some help.
4: A. M. Yeah, four a.m. arrives and off he goes. Get okay. a little bit of sleep. Four thirty a.m. I'm awoken by my phone ringing. My buddy Jimmy says, "Hey, man, is it cool if I come back to my place?" I'm very dazed and confused at this point. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, man. Is everything all right?" He says, yeah, dude, I just don't think Mark likes me that much. I'm thinking, who the hell is this Mark guy? Turns out that it was this girl's dad.
1: Oh. (laughs) So he went went over and the dad, sorry, what happened then?
4: uh, I actually never got the full details, but from my uh, filling in the pieces, he went over Uh, to visit his friend, I guess. And uh, I guess the dad was still awake and saw him come in and saw him pull up at 4.30 in the morning. Something along those lines.
1: So did did dad know he had uh, what he had in his bucket? (laughs)
3: If you're showing up at somebody's house at 4.30 in the morning, (laughs) (laughs) I think dad knows what's going down.
1: Yeah, that would have been rough. So was there a fight? Was there a physical altercation?
4: Uh, Not that I know of, but he asked me if I could come back to my house. This is my friend, not the dad. Yeah, do you have a couch still? I said, yeah, I have a small one. Um, he was like, how small? Uh, I said, it's not. I mean, it's oh, not gonna so be he's, he's going to try
1: and bring yeah. the girl back. You're talking about
4: That's he's not, com- exactly not coming, not coming back did, alone. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh.
3: Back. So see, I said, that should have been the original move. That, well, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to risk going to the place. True yeah, enough. All right, so That's, things things went okay then.
4: So he brings her back, right? Um, he told me he he told me he wasn't gonna do anything, but I <laughs> told him like that's not an issue. I mean, not a whole lot of privacy, but go ahead, do whatever you do whatever you feel like. Uh, and yeah, a couple days. So he told me that he did nothing, but then a couple days later, I found the condom wrapper on the floor. <laughs> Dude.
0: Hey, it could have been worse. You could have so found the question. used condom. So Those. So my bulk- question
4: to you guys. Yeah.
0: A-hole or
3: A-okay? Wow. For, uh,
4: for you or you, him? You're, you're, <clears throat> for him,
3: for him. No, uh, no, I think he's fine. I think he's okay. He, he asked I, you. I, he I, didn't... I appreciate the two, how hungry they were for each other. <laughs> he went all the way there, yeah. got berated by her dad, and she uh, just like, okay, see you later, dad. I'm going to his place. I
0: know. Puffy and I would have quit. Little, we would have yeah. quit hours oh, before yeah. that. Let me tell you something right now. I admire the guy because he went all out to get himself a piece of earlobe. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I met her she was uh you know for her to
3: truck out of there with that da- dad well, watching with that, yeah how did she how did she pull that one
1: off yeah. uh, dad we're just going to go for Dairy Queen
3: yeah <laughs> I'm jumping into this Uber at 4:30 a.m. with a strange guy. I'll be back at 10 with my hair messed. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. I think he's okay. I think he's a yeah, okay. I don't think anyone did anything wrong. I, I it, maybe the dad. I
4: thought a okay as well.
1: Yeah, as long as as long as it was uh, he, he, pro- he was <clears throat> safe, safe, yeah, he safe, safe, consensual and re- respected, consensual respect from both ends, then. Uh, and that, that's fine, and as long as they're going to get married, because I don't believe in any sort of
3: <laughs> other extramarital. I would love to see premarital. the conversation between the dad and the daughter the next day. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> could you uh, could you try to get an update from your buddy yeah. about uh, you know what happened with the girl and what was said between the the dad and the girl, and see if you can get back to us on that?
4: Absolutely, guys.
1: All right, sikanski uh, appreciate the yes, update. Bring us much. more stories. We'll continue to live vicariously through
4: <laughs> you. Coast through the All next right, few months. All right, We've. We've got, uh, here in Calgary, we've got the Crowchild Classic coming up. Uh, that's a definitely a definitely a lot of potential for some good stories. That's the nice. hockey game between UFC and MRU.
1: Okay. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. So All
4: right. that's, uh, that's something we're looking forward to, and uh, I'll keep you guys updated. All right,
1: awesome. enjoy the Super Bowl. You got a pick for us in the Super Bowl, Skansky? Uh, it's, it's New England and L.A., if you don't know.
4: I'm, a, I'm, uh, yeah. I, if I'm a gambling man, I'm slamming the Patriots because I don't think Brady loses two Super Bowls in a row.
1: Boom. Ooh, very good, excellent choice. That's Thomas Sikansky our college correspondent. Thank you, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, informative is always interesting yeah. story. Interesting. Yeah. Uh,
3: t- I wasn't I, sure the, where he was going the, there at one the point.
1: The father. I'm, well, like as a, as a father of two dad, teenage yeah. girls, if imagine I, some guy dude shows up at my house at four o'clock in the morning. I'm going to beat him over the head. Yeah, I might invite him in to then beat him up. Yeah, there's no chance. And there's no chance she's leaving after that. No. Let's get the dad on next week. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I want <laughs> to make sure he's okay. You think you'd like to I'd come on? I'd be scarred.
1: <laughs> uh, I have a lot of Super Bowl uh, work to do uh, you know, here at Super Bowl. This oh, Brady's just walking by with Gronk yeah. right
3: now. Hey guys. We're still we got our one on one later. We're still here. We, All right. Did you see the video of them drunk. after yeah. the uh, AFC title game? We ain't going to So nowhere. cocky, but oh, it, was it was so amazing. good. It was I'm so good. Not a amazing. fan of the Patriots, but I did appreciate that.
1: Uh, we only have a few minutes. Let's debut yep. uh, our, our new theme song for our new topic uh, something about TV. I can never remember What's what What's you watching? What's you watching? Uh, this is our new segment. It's called What's You Watchin'? yeah.
0: What Watching? Yeah. What's you watching? Just between you and me, what you're streaming on your TV, let me see, what What you're watching. watching? Action, drama, comedy, what you're streaming streaming on on your TV.
3: Love it. Like that's the streaming on TV. Yeah, uh, well, that's the new, that's the, new that's phrase the new thing. You you yeah. yeah No one watches all streaming. You
1: know, I think about fifty percent of conversations I have with friends now are about what you're watching on TV. Right? Yeah. You end up it's yeah. just the go to conversation. Are you yes. watching this? Are you watching True Detective? Are there's you watching this? Good, there's a lot mm-hmm. of good programs. Uh, you just got through the uh, season one season of, Game, one of Game of Thrones. Uh, you saw the uh, beheading. Yeah, yeah, is I that think, a spoiler?
3: Well, I don't we not say. Who. I think people are stop is like. Uh, I mean, we are definitely we just said at the to be statue.
2: Of Look, it's a, in, it's a in, well. They Game all of, have heads. No, you know somebody's going to somebody get beheaded. Been, yeah. I think in the
3: first like five minutes of Game of Thrones, there's like nine people get their heads chopped yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. like, Everybody dies on. in Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, people. That's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm diving deep in, right. but I never remember any of
0: the names, of the characters.
1: Yeah, I, it took me about six seasons to figure out who was from what kingdom and what land or whatever. It's be You bad. have to really focus on that show. I have not.
0: I have. I know the show's supposed to be really good, but I just you know the whole medieval thing. Me, I just—I've never really yeah. been that. Buddy,
1: I—I I was for years. I, was I held off on Game of Thrones. I don't care about dragons yeah. and all that stuff. I want, you know, I'm more into real—not reality TV—but stuff that's based on stuff that's actually happening yeah. today. It's worth your time. Yeah. yeah, I got into it. It's really well done. Can uh, I mention
0: uh, something else? Well, one other show, by the way. I know yeah. we're to get into nothing, but uh, Kelsey Grammer, Boss. Oh, I never heard of it. Very I good. you
1: were going to go, uh, Fraser. You should <laughs> check it out. I just discovered <laughs> I just, it on Netflix. Very There's a dog. The dog's made, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The little Jack
0: Russell terrier. Mm-hmm. Fraser. Uh, no, no, no. After no, Fraser, no. I'm going to try What's it cheers. called again? It's called Boss. He plays the mayor boss? of Chicago. Oh. Okay. And he is... Oh. Quality? It's his quality show. Is yeah. it like a it drama, drama or is it a comedy? Pardon me? Drama. For sure. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's... Wow. Wow.
1: Okay, uh, we were we teased last week yes. a show called The Push on Netflix, Very good. and so uh, I want to say right now, spoiler alert! If you did, we gave you homework to watch it, yep. if you, I don't want to tell people to turn off the podcast, but uh, we're going to talk about details about the push. So just if, just if you don't want to hear about, it, you could do hit that little thirty second fast yeah. forward button. Uh, so the push is this show um, where. Well, anybody who's listening has probably seen it now, right? Because everybody else turned it off. But if you don't care if you're not going to watch it, you can keep listening to us. So it's a reality show where this elaborate plan is done where everybody's actors on the show and they put a guy in a situation where by the end of it, he has to decide whether he wants to murder someone. Yes. Which sounds crazy. But in an evening. That's how, like how can we do it? It's all over one evening. Basically, he's a business guy. He's trying to get in with these other business guys. They're having a big function. Yeah. And they pull him in with some guy having a heart attack and dying. And, and he helps move the body. He helps move the body. That's the first in. And then he gets deeper and Deeper, deeper and deeper. And deeper. Until it
3: makes sense.
1: It makes some sort of sense Sense. that he has to push this guy off the edge. Which sounds crazy, but it makes some sort of sense. He's he's kind of doing it for the greater good. And all these people are urging him to do it. Yes, to to protect protect himself and to protect Mm -hmm. others. So uh, the question would be, would you do it. This guy, the the guy did not do it, but they did it with how many
3: people? Four people and four three, people. Three, three of the of four Push. did yeah. it.
1: That's the big reveal at the end. Yeah. Three of the four pushed the guy thinking they are murdering a man. Yes. Puffy,
3: would you have gotten drawn into that situation? 100% I would have pushed. Because I think that uh, the way it was done, I think that with all the... The build-up? build-up and stuff, I think they were, like, almost... It was almost like they were hypnotizing the people. You think so? And I think that... I've been hypnotized very easily before, and I think by I'd been panicked. And if three out of four are doing it, I'm for sure. I'm always with the majority. Yeah, of I think you're, like you're with the mob. You're yeah. very easily influenced. I would be easily it's, influenced. It's
0: fascinating. I because, would probably have done it. Yeah, you know. it's fascinating because you know we, we are not talking about something. It's, it's a great concept, but we're not talking about something that's new. If you look at world history, ordinary people in Germany. Committed absolute horrible atrocities because they were hypnotized by Hitler. Serious, Lester? Mm-hmm. You know, one hundred percent. Look, it's but I mean, only what we're you so you're the, basically the, saying the, I would
3: have been. You've taken, Army. you've taken
0: the rubber boots pod
3: and brought up the Holocaust. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. Why would have been one of the guys? <laughs> Great.
0: Now I got to live with that. <laughs> so, well, no, but but listen, that's what we're talking about—the manipulation. And listen, the you know, whole thing—you're doing it for your country. You're doing it for the greater good. Yeah. I'm going to say
1: you this. Know. Partly, you know, first of all. There's a few things in that show that would have made me suspect television. There's a couple of Weekend at Bernie's moments where they lift the guy's yeah, arm up bit. in an auction, and I'm going, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I would have got past moving the body. I really don't. And maybe, I'm not trying to say that I'm higher morals or anything, but I would have just, I didn't know. The guy that noted the dude like five minutes. Yeah, And yeah, maybe I want to get my business going, and I feel influenced by him. But I think as soon as he says move the body, I'm like, Bro, I'm out nine one one. But that might just because you're here.
3: like scared to touch a body.
1: No, <laughs> I just don't I know that right away you're accessory to some sort of exactly. weird thing. Yeah, I, I watch too
5: much CSI to ever touch that body. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: You're not doing it. You're out, right? No, no, at the body thing. The guy drops that
0: I'm like see. Boom.
3: Him. I'm gone. I'm out of the whole thing. I don't care enough about it. Mm-hmm. But uh I will say you're in a struggling business that's trying to get established. <sighs>
0: Uh, so you're going to put like, your business on, on the, your life, your whole life on the line for this business? But, but the thing is, the mm, way they payment. they sell
3: it though is that it's not that like this guy's already dead. There's nothing we can do about it, right? And what's the difference in finding him twenty let two me, hours later let let me, when this whole thing is? I done? I don't
0: mean to to bring race into this, but yeah. let me just say this: I am black. Yes. Yeah, we would have pushed you. I would have pushed you. If it was you, I, I would have pushed you. <laughs> Not any black man, but you. Lester, you're fired. Let's, end, end. I'm, you know, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, like, I'm, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's you, different. Like, yeah. I hate to say it, but No, you're right. You're, right. you're 100% right. You know? true. Yeah. Uh, like,
3: I'd get off, and in the end, they would have said he was, he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't do it.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, recommend the show. Hopefully, I'll use it. So you, you really think you wouldn't have? There's no chance I would have done it. Buddy, I got but a lot to give up. Why do you think
3: then seventy five percent of people did it? I don't know. I don't know. And like it, you're saying, you're better than us. <laughs> yeah. us I killers. I, well, look, they they,
1: they picked people that they thought would be easily manipulated. Yes, sure, right? that is
3: true. Right, but I just and I definitely would have fallen. They would have picked like they would have been like first overall pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did a very good job on the show, but it was still not convincing enough.
3: How about to make the me the first one they someone. did with the baby where, show the, with the kid?
1: I uh, would take the stroller out. Yeah, the stroller,
5: yeah.
3: see that—that that I would have done. I probably yeah.
1: would have done that yeah. too. Because then, like, then you get, working, charged, like the you get charged with kidnapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to go. I got a lot of Super Bowl oh, work yeah, to sorry. do. So this is an abbreviated edition. Uh, what I'm, what I plan on doing is hopefully I'll get a couple of interviews during the week. Maybe you I'll. Should, interview. You know, you should get Tom Brady.
3: We're still
1: here. Brady and Gronk will probably sit down on the pod. That's good. Uh, probably Super Bowl, uh, Su- Super Bowl Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do breakfast. Guys, yeah. what are you
3: going to think about the game today?
1: More likely, I'll maybe have Jabari again, or maybe Jesse Palmer. Oh, Jesse Palmer would be very good. Yeah, yeah. You want me to get Palmer? Jabari the would love that. Yeah,
3: so uh, what's going to follow go. is going to be either uh, a couple of interviews by me. Now say Jesse says he wants the fifth room. At the V-line. No, he is no. not coming. No, we don't Bernie want to be okay. like, yes. Yes, all yes. our wives would be, yeah, yeah, be like, sure. Jesse's coming in a heartbeat. Yes. Then we'd have like Lindsay Hamilton would just show up. he <laughs> yeah, would exactly. be like coming across hey the ocean on a jet ski. Uh, Super Bowl
1: predictions. We got to go. Uh, Puffy. Rams. Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I'm probably going to go Patriots too. I've been to seven Super Bowls. This is my seventh.
3: Six Patriot Super wow. Bowls. We should, we're going to bet for rooms. <laughs> we get the first pick on rooms. Uh, this
1: was this was a different pod, so I want to thank all the sponsors. we get to get a chance to do all the themes. Our, our boys at Untucket, of course. This is kind of a bonus episode. Don't forget to get your Untucket shirts at untuckit.com. More than 50 sizing options. Every guy can find the perfect shirt. Go to untuckit.com. Check out all the new fall arrivals. Use the promo code rubberboots for 20% off your purchase. Visit the Untucket Uh, store, the brand new first Canadian retail store in Sherway Gardens or shop online anywhere. Untuckit.com use the promo code rubberboots. We didn't have a chance to do our friends at Puckpedia this week. Two truths and one lie. Unless I do it with Tom. With Tom. <laughs>
3: wow, wouldn't that be something? Uh, or Jesse. Uh, I'm married to Jesse. Jesse could have a couple good ones. I'll,
1: tr- I'll try to do it with one of those guys. If not, we uh, we just owe Hart one. We're going to get Kara Wagland's going to be on uh, next week. Today.
3: Oh, she is dead. Yeah, oh.
1: Kara Wagland will be on In two weeks' so, time. Uh, go to puckpedia.com. Week, Trade yeah. deadline is approaching and follow them at puckpedia on Twitter. What did you say? <laughs> this week. That's right, not not next week. I'm this week. <laughs> on weeks. Uh, the private jet is leaving really quickly. I'm going so, to Costa Rica. So you got to go. Uh, so don't nice. forget to go to puckpedia.com. For all your salary cap information, all your trade information as we lead up to the deadline. Don't forget about the Waimara Villas oh. that we're going to. If you We're want one eat, week closer. People, I tell you all the time, Turks and Caicos is the most beautiful place in the world. You need to go and there's no better place to stay than the Waimara. You don't have to go to the villa. Uh, you know, for upper yeah, end, villas for upper I've end met people. I have friends that have Drew gone and there.
3: And, uh, and but you can get one bedroom, you can get two fantastic. bedrooms,
1: you can get three bedrooms. It's fantastic. Am I missing any? iDrinkCoffee.com. I I um, no. Our Arfan Slavic. Slavic. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you as well. So uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll get back to the regular pods when we all return from Super Bowl week. How about that Maxim
3: party last night? Oh Was that my insane? God. It's not cheating if she's a 10, right? Well,
1: I know. And I couldn't believe that seven of them were eating sushi off you. uh, Because you were snack.
3: What was it? I was snackable. Snackable. You were so snackable Now, I did get word that I uh, messed that up. Oh, you did? I got to go. Bye. Uh,
1: Thanks for listening to the Rubber Boots pod. Oh, no, it's still on. Uh, Interview's coming. (laughs) So, I'm at the media availability. I figure you're all sick of hearing from... The Brady's and the Jared Goff's of the world, so I'm going to try to find somebody who's all by himself I always feel sorry for the guys who are sitting alone and no one wants to interview them. So Corey Littleton, Rams linebacker Is sitting there lonely, so let's go try to talk to Corey So I'm here with Corey Littleton I know you probably, you have to do these media sessions every day and answer the same damn questions Time and time again so we're going to try and get you away from that Tell me what, how you've been occupying your, yourself away. What is Super Bowl week like? Your first Super Bowl week? What are, you, are you just stuck in the hotel room? Is it boring? besides the football stuff?
5: Ah, oh, you know, we get a little free time around here. Uh, so been to the Linux mall. We walked around there. Well, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> uh, waffle House. Got my first experience. That was your first ever waffle house? Yes. No Waffle Houses in L.A.? No Waffle Houses in L.A. And you played where? Washington, didn't you? Washington. No Waffle Houses in Washington? No Waffle Houses in Washington. What about an IHOP? IHOP. That's the go-to right there.
1: So what did you go for at the Waffle House? Um, An
5: All-Star, I think.
1: I don't know. I've never been to a Waffle House myself. I'm Canadian. There it is. (laughs) Is it? Is it like just get to the damn game? Is that where you're at mentally at this point?
5: Pretty much. Um, this game is everything, and once it's over, then we get to know exactly where we stand, and we see ourselves as one of the best teams. So now we just got to prove it.
1: See that that was too much. The standard football question, wasn't it? <laughs> Same
5: what? Every day.
1: I know. I'm sorry. What uh, What do you like to do away from football?
5: I'm the kickback, chill, relaxed guy. I'll sit in bed all day and watch me some Netflix, watch movies,
1: TV shows. Okay, what are you into on Netflix right now? Because I was just watching something this morning.
5: Oh, I just finished season two of The Punisher. Oh, I don't I'm know a, that one. I'm a Marvel guy. Really? I don't, I don't dig the whole superhero thing. So, The Punisher? He has no powers. He's just a, he's just a, a badass. He's a Marine. Right. Have you seen The Push? The push, no. Okay, the push.
1: You got. You got to watch the push. Push one day when you're bored, because we were talking about on our podcast. Basically, it's they they do this contrived situation. They put this guy in a situation where everybody around them is actors, and by the end of the night, he's asked to commit a murder. And I know it sounds crazy, but like I don't. I don't want to give away the ending because I do want you to watch it. But it's a realistic scenario where the guy has to decide whether to commit a murder, and he thinks it's real. Think you could ever be convinced to commit a murder?
5: Leave the pit. <laughs> <laughs> the Push. Will you watch it for me? Definitely. I'll give that a try later um, on I'll, today, All Actually. right, no,
1: I'll, I'll come see you tomorrow and test you to see if you watch The Push. I won't really be angry if you didn't watch The Push, but it's okay. I'm
5: not giving it a shot. I can
1: also recommend uh, Fire, this documentary about Ja Rule's uh, music festival that went wrong a couple years ago. Do you remember hearing about that? Uh, no. Okay, it was like the greatest scam ever. Also something you should watch. So you watch all the superhero stuff? Definitely. How, if you just lie in bed all day, how do you keep in football player shape?
5: Um, I trade. We have football hours. I uh, get all my training done in those hours. And uh, we have a great strength and conditioning staff, and they'll get me right. Uh, all of the guys on the podcast were headed
1: to a Caribbean vacation and we, we like to train to look good in our photos Give me the one exercise the go-to for a, a relatively skinny middle-aged white man like myself
5: Get on that treadmill Treadmill? Yes, it leans you out Do you do treadmill? Give me a mile in Okay, but do you do like high intensity
1: or like run hard then stop? Is that the way? Yeah, I get it over way quick. Man, I thought you were going to give me something hardcore. Treadmill. I thought that was kind of a grandma thing. <laughs> it works for me. Listen, I, I want to thank you for taking the time. Um, I hope I didn't ask you too many. I have one dumb question, one typical football question. What would be the the worst question you've been asked this week, besides the one that I ones that I asked you? Are you excited for this game?
5: <laughs> What do you
1: expect <laughs> no man I, I really want this thing over with right
5: <laughs> right
1: do you how do you not roll your eyes when you get that
5: um be respectful you're a good man raised well i wish you the best
1: of luck okay we'll be cheering for you on sunday thank you so much and we'll talk to you tomorrow about the push all right
0: <laughs> watch you're watching
1: back with Corey littleton um, very disappointed because he said he was going to watch The Push for me. And uh, what happened last night?
5: Yeah, I gave it a chance. You know, I decided to check the preview out before I started watching it. And yeah, the preview kind of scared me off. <laughs> what scared you about the preview? Um, I thought it was more of like a TV show, like a not sitcom. Oh, like but, a drama? Know, it, not necessarily a like drama, but it, it was reality TV. It is, but not reality TV, like The was, Bachelor. Yeah. Yeah, not really. A different scenario, but it didn't seem to me. I'm, um, I mean, I'm disappointed in
1: you. Um, but you know, maybe you can redeem yourself on Sunday.
5: Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. So, what did you go with? Another, another edition of the Punisher. Uh, finish the, Pun- uh, finish the Punisher. Um, what did I watch yesterday? Fantastic Beasts and Where You Find Them. Well, that's reality TV. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what was it about? Um, it's like Harry Potter, kind of. It's like predates Harry Potter.
1: You really like the fantasy and the superheroes and all that right?
5: action, all that.
1: Does that come from your youth? Did you were you into that? Um, it just seemed interesting at the time. All right. Well, I won't keep you any more. Uh, I don't want to be the TV questions to become as annoying as the football questions this week. So, this is your last session. You're almost done with the media. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the week and best of luck to you on Sunday. If you win the game, you can make one more vow to me. We do, uh, we're do. we Canadian ESPN, so we're live on the field. So you come visit with us after you win the Super Bowl, okay? you come find me, I'll come talk to you. Okay, buddy. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. So that was a massive failure. Tried to make Puffy and Lester and Kristoff proud by continuing our What You Watching segment. Corey Littleton who promised me he would watch the push and then watch five minutes of the push and got bored and said screw Jimmy and so now the Rams availability is over for the week and I'm left with nothing I'm a failure uh, the only thing I could try for you guys I'm gonna go try and find my pal Jabari Greer my partner this week Super Bowl champion with the New Orleans Saints because he's quite frankly the happiest person I've ever met in my life no one can bring you up when you're down like Jabari. I am sitting outside the ballroom where the Patriots are about to do their daily media session. And I'm with the legend himself, my partner throughout the week, Jabari Greer, his second consecutive, second annual Rubber Boots podcast appearance. How excited are you?
2: I'm super excited. Super excited to be here. Thank you again for inviting me. I thought that after last year's fiasco, I would not uh, <laughs> be invited back to the uh, Rubber Boots podcast.
1: What do you mean fiasco? You were you were brilliant. You told a very romantic story about your wife and how you met her. It was very popular. Everyone was very happy with your yeah, appearance. But James,
2: you know I'm just so I'm I'm such an insecure guy. It's just like every time I step up to the plate and do an interview, yeah, I literally wake up in cold sweats at three or four o'clock in the morning and you know think mm-hmm. about that one thing I could have said right. Well, and you have reason to be. I mean, you haven't accomplished
1: anything in your life. <laughs> You're not a handsome man. Where We've been in the gym together every morning. You have to, and usually we're alone in the gym. I got got, got to scoot my way in there, man. Barely, barely make my way in. And you have to watch my body. There you go. And look at your little body. (laughs) And that's not easy for you. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing being me. (laughs) Uh, So so this is kind of... uh, we'll share it. it's kind of the uh, boring part of super bowl week for us Jabari and i do our hit panel every day but we sit around a lot we are literally sitting on the carpet right now um waiting for damn tom brady i, I feel like my next book is going to be called waiting for tom brady that's
2: a great great <laughs> title because this is what we've been doing waiting for tom brady and jared golf all week i want to
1: say something about you uh and it's going to sound like i'm sucking up but i'm not uh as i've We've gotten to know each other over the last couple of Super Bowls and get spend time having lunches and dinners together. You are one of the nicest guys I've ever met, and I don't mean just talking. But you have this ability to sit down in a restaurant or wherever it may be, and whoever the people are around you, you start up conversations with them and make them feel comfortable. We sat by these two girls at lunch today. It was your typical sort of uh, food court situation where you never talk to anybody. And normally I just be myself on my phone and you strike up a conversation with these people. The hotel breakfast lady, that's one of your greatest qualities, and I wanted to say that.
2: Oh, I appreciate that, man. You know, um, I am naturally an introvert, and I think no, that. you are. I, re- I really am. You yeah, are not. I, yeah, I really am. And I think that a way for me to fight that, especially being that we are in a medium, a way for me to fight that is to be able to honestly ask questions and figure out about. Figure out something about someone that I never knew before. That was one thing that I loved the most about being in the locker room. is because I could tell you, I was probably the only one out of those 50 to 63 guys that could tell you one thing about every single player that nobody else might have known. That's an amazing quality, though, because I've met a lot of professional athletes, and I'm not
1: going to stereotype, but mm-hmm. you know, it's all about them, so they don't want to know anything about you.
2: Yeah, and it's it's about the business as well. The business is so cutthroat that you very rarely find deep meaning relationships. And we talked about this yesterday. You know, how many t- even in the media, it's so hard because this is such a cutthroat business. It's hard to develop authentic relationships. And I think one thing that I really I'm thankful for that my parents instilled in me is the need to be authentic and genuine. That's one thing that I want to continue no matter where where God takes me, wherever ha- whatever happens in my life. I want to be able to remain authentic. And I, I, I hope that, you know, life doesn't humble me, and I hope that I get to humble myself one day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, The thing I really wanted to talk to you about today is when we talked last year, uh, I think you you'd bought a house up in Canada. Oh, yeah. But you're from Tennessee. Uh, I mean, you did play some football in Buffalo, but you played mostly in New Orleans. And you decided, you married a Canadian girl. Mm-hmm. But you moved your entire family up to Canada to be full-time at TSN. And how has that been for you, the experience of being Canadian? And right now your family's going through this horrible cold weather back wow. home. And we're like,
2: <laughs> I, we got some time. Let's, let's unpack this, okay? Because there's so many reasons why we moved up to Canada. And I love, oh, my goodness, I love Canada. It's an incredible place. Um, so the decision to move from New Orleans to Canada was a decision that kind of developed over it kind of happened over 2 years. I was coming up every month every other month the first year for TSN for TSN to do my to do our hits and also for Super Bowl I would go to the location wherever we were in Houston first year. And then the second year I was coming up every month to do hits at TSN and sometimes I would bring my family. We would come also with our family doing Christmas vacation because my wife being from Mississauga, her mother was there, her sister lived there, her brothers lived there. And in New Orleans, literally, we were the only family that we had. My mother lived in Houston, my my brothers lived in Tennessee, and my sister lived in Tennessee as well. And for anybody to watch the kids, we had one little old lady (laughs) that if she was busy, we couldn't do anything. So being able to come up for Christmas, being able to come up for birthdays and spend that time with grandma, with auntie and with uncles. I mean, I find myself wanting to stay longer and longer every single trip. My wife had been planting the seed for Canada for the last 10 years. Wow. Every time something racially charged would happen in the South, my wife would look at me and say, you know what? We don't have that problem in Canada. And at first, I was like, "Man, you know what? I'm not thinking about that." Because the truth is, as a su- as a Southern young man, you can't take you can't even fathom leaving the country. You know, something about Americans uh, we are so insulated. We're so uh, protected by we, we our mind is protected by our borders that we very we very rarely re- venture out. It's like you have a wall. Exactly.
1: Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. So, you didn't need convincing, and your wife didn't need convincing. But what about your kids? You, you have Southern kids, and you're uprooting them and, and bringing them you up said to. Seven tr- kids? No, I said Southern.
2: Southern. Oh. Do you have <laughs> seven kids? I do not have seven children. So, no, uh, I needed a little more, little more convincing. So it took me about five years, um, and then there, then something happened. America lost its doggone mind. Politically we went crazy. We started turning on each other, we started turning on everyone. And literally you could feel the tension in the air. Because, you know, in New Orleans, it, it, it is a unlike, I mean, kind of like Iowa and New Hampshire, you can tell the the state of America by the tension that's in New Orleans. And the you, most, could, you could really feel you it. You could feel it. And it's, you know, the, the easiest, the most easygoing place. It's, it is the big easy. But you know, during this whole last election cycle, with Trump being elected and so much racially and and uh, racially going on, you could understand that there was a shift in culture. So I wanted to get the hell up out of there, <laughs> and my wife was she was okay with it. She had just started a business, so she was a little more hesitant to leave that. But you know, um, we did, and we moved up here full time, and that transition. For the kids, it was tough at first because they had to leave all their friends. Uh, thankfully, uh, my wife is a, she's a beast, man. She's a soldier. She was able to bring, we still have our home in New Orleans. We're going to keep that if, as long as we can. Um, we were, she was able to bring the kids back and forth to, from Canada to, uh, to New Orleans and to ease their transition while I was up there working full time. So um, credit goes to my wife, Katrina. She's a beautiful and strong woman. Um, she, she's literally made this transition for our family much easier than I would have. You know, as a father, I like to say the father's creed. Oh, you'll be all right. You know, mm-hmm. that is the, the, the father's creed. Your son falls down, scrapes his knee. Oh, the boy be all right. You know, your <laughs> daughter, she, you know, does something. Oh, she'll be all right. And the truth is, sometimes they won't be. But
1: they are, right? They, but, they yeah. like it, and your son loves hockey now.
2: Yeah, and, and and it's incredible. So my son's in hockey. My other son, went, uh, we just went skiing for the first time. I've never been skiing in my life. Did you ski? I did. Ski. How did you do? I did. I was overconfident the very first time. <laughs> did you do one of the green runs, the bunny hills? No, yeah, I did. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I went the green run, then I did the bunny hills. And did you fall? Of course I fell. Yeah. Um, I so, wish we had video of that. I know. <laughs> But it was great. Uh, I, although I think one of my sons might have tore his AC, uh, MCL. But <laughs> that being said, he'll be all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he'll be all right. Okay, I don't want to keep you too long. But uh, give me your favorite moment. I always like to ask champions when they win a Super Bowl oh, wow. like you did. Like, what do you remember? Is there a moment in the dressing room Just or hand
2: on, me the mic. on the field hand afterwards? The oh, my goodness. So, like, What was the moment? James, uh, fighting for the Super Bowl. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. You go through so many ups and downs, and you have this tunnel vision. You and your teammates are fighting for this, this ultimate goal. And so many times you could just have your head down for so long, for 16 weeks, that when you finally bring it up and you actually see what you're fighting for, it blows your mind. So we're playing for the Super Bowl. And obviously we win because Tracy Porter makes an incredible play.
1: Super Bowl forty-four, by the way, it's uh, the
2: New Orleans Saints and Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. And so the game's over. The confetti's falling. And immediately I remember where I was at six years old watching my very first Super Bowl. I was inside my home. I stayed up late because I was supposed to be in bed. I was watching TV in my room, trying not to make a noise, trying not to make a sound, seeing the confetti fall. Now I'm there. I look to my left and I see my wife and my two children at the time, five and six years old. I see the confetti hitting their face. And I realize that this will change their life forever. All the hard work that I had put in, all the times that I had to say daddy will be back, that I love you but daddy has to go play for them to be able to share in that moment that they're on the 50 yard line, that they're, that they're experiencing the confetti and I put, when I put myself in their shoes 30 or 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I could only imagine about, imagine being in that moment, I realized their life will be much different Than my life was and it's through those moments in which I had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go run where I was backpedaling so much backpedaling so much that people asked me what's wrong with me what are you doing why are you crazy you know I mean literally the things that I had to do the things that professional athletes have to do to get to that point is somehow insane Mm -hmm. you have to be so determined and so focused that people think that you're crazy it's like what are you what are you doing I'm trying to try to make it (laughs) And so eventually seeing all that work pay off and seeing my children reap the benefits of that work, it literally made everything full circle. Ah, that's amazing.
1: Well, uh, you say you want to be authentic. You're one of the most authentic people that I've ever met. Oh, so thank you, brother. And we've had some fun this week. Just... Uh, don't always uh, wear the same color suit as mine. <laughs> we wore uh, burgundy suits together on I Monday. I told you, yours were burgundy. You mine better. was
2: burnt salmon.
1: And so the next day, it's salmon.
2: We say salmon. It's salmon. Okay. not
1: Salmon. We, we say salmon. Salmon. Oh, okay. You're in Canada now. About.
0: <laughs> boot? <laughs>
1: and then, uh, so the next day... I say, well, I'm going to wear my nice, it's a little colder, out. I'm going to wear my nice overcoat, so I'll look better than Jabari today, because ah. my wife gave me this Ted Baker overcoat, and then you have the same coat, and you still look better than me. <laughs> so I hate you a little bit, uh, yeah. but I respect you and I love you. All right, but I love you too, man. Jabari Greer.
2: Hey, how are you?
4: I got a question that I really want to ask
2: you. Don't hang up, I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my love. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, or black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots
4: tonight? Do you like a dunk tank?